Hello and welcome to this IBR Business Profile, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report. I'm Jeff Stein. In the 21st edition of our program, which aired during the fourth weekend of May 2020, we introduced you to the Donovan Group, a communications firm partnering with school districts to reach both internal and external audiences. Jerry Gallagher leads the Donovan Group's efforts in Iowa from an office in Cedar Falls. The Donovan Group was created about a decade ago that focuses solely on supporting K-12 public schools with communications. For example, if there is a referendum or a bond vote that they need to have communicated publicly, we can come in and provide strategy and communications and messaging. So broader strategic projects like that, but also we work with schools on a one-on-one daily basis with social media, video work they have to do. Crisis communications is another big thing. So, you know, we, we work 24 seven for these schools and we're there at a moment's notice when they need it. And so this firm started in Wisconsin a decade ago. At the time I was working in broadcasting and, um, Got to a point, I think, working mornings at KWWL, getting up at one o'clock every day, wasn't something with four kids that I thought about probably continuing for very much longer. So I looked for a new avenue to um, pursue a passion of mine, which is public education, but also continue to be a communicator. And so had a conversation with Joe Don- Donovan, who is the president of this company, about opening an office in Iowa. And so for the last two and a half years, we've been serving Iowa schools in the same capacity they've been doing so in Wisconsin for a decade. Do you find that your services are more sought after by those larger districts, even though they have a communication specialist because potentially they have more complicated situations? Or do you find that the smaller districts are the places that really appreciate what you have to offer? Both uh, with larger districts uh, for bigger projects that their communications department, uh, they still want to have them do their day-to-day job but they might need additional support to be able to help communicate a bond vote, which is what we did in Cedar Falls. Um, so that for a larger district like that, that's that's an avenue that we can take. But for smaller and mid-sized districts, like you said, Jeff, that don't have communication support, they still have communications needs. Just because of their size doesn't mean that they don't have a story to tell. And so we come in to support them in an affordable way. Um, you know, we're not a full-time employee. We can come in and we don't have those same kind of costs that you would see with other districts having to hire somebody. And we can support them in a day-to-day uh, operational manner. And really, you look at the population shift in Iowa. Some of these smaller communities with their schools and where you grew up, it, it's difficult. It's really difficult because population shift is more to the metro areas. But one of the one of the things that these uh, communities have to do is sell their school. They've got to be able to get out in front of it and and uh, tell the good things that are happening. And one way to do that is through communications. As you were talking, I'm thinking the smaller districts, it's really more a matter of survival for many of them to be able to communicate a message, to communicate viability so that their constituents, their stakeholders fully understand what it means to have, if you will, your own school district and realize that it can be done on multiple platforms. I mean, communicating, as you know, and what you've had to do uh, and really diversify yourself behind the mic and do different things, it's the same thing that school districts have to do and find different ways, whether it's through social media, video, direct mail, whatever it is, public forums, finding different ways to get your message out there. And uh, smaller districts are really beginning to do more of that. Many times the videos that are produced on behalf of the school are actually produced by students 
Talk about that integration of literally having the educational process be put into practical use at a very young age. Yeah, and that's one of the things that we, we tap into, uh, for lack of a better way to say it, because students, young people, have the skill. They are so technologically savvy with a phone. And we know that you can basically make a movie with a phone nowadays. Well, these kids can help tell the story of the school because they're the customer. They're the client. They're the ones going through it. And so, you know, at a ball game, after school, showing off a project, putting a phone in their hands, which they already have typically anyway, just turning it on and then sending that video to somebody within the school or us to be able to put together in a more polished way really helps them communicate what's going on, the day-to-day -day things. So often, Jeff, as a stakeholder, we know the ball games. We know the concerts. That's when we're in the buildings. But what we don't know is what's going on day-to-day -day in science class. And what these districts are trying to do now is pull back the curtain showcase some of that day-to-day -day curriculum and making sure that 70% of basically every community is not directly tied to a school district, but because they pay taxes, they support the school district. And so you have to maintain that uh, line of communication. And so student videos is one way that we're doing it. I mentioned that you had told other people's stories as a journalist for some 20 years. That gives you a different level of experience as you now tell these stories on behalf of these schools. How has the messaging changed? Because the firm you work for didn't exist when you began your journalism career. So what has changed in education or in society that leads this business to be viable and leads these schools to need to change their messaging or enhance their communication? Well, the way that teachers teach, the way that uh, you know education is carried out on a day-to-day -day basis is just different than it was when you and I were in school. And it's so important to be able to get pen and paper, get a camera, get a vehicle in those classrooms to be able to showcase how, I'm not saying that kids are different, but what I'm saying is the way that teachers teach and the way that education is carried out is different. It is not. And you hear that time after time when, when somebody is able to see something behind the scenes or they set foot into a classroom for the first time in 30 years wow, this is not a traditional um, sit and get kind of you know format that I have. Well, no, it's not. That's not the way that we do it because we are education is more about equity these days than it ever has been. You have a connection to schools just by virtue of the fact that you have children in schools. So knowing what you did going in and now with the experience of working with a variety of different districts, What's been the most surprising or gratifying thing about this job that you're doing now in this company? Well, I think the most gratifying thing, Jeff, is when messaging is produced. So for instance, if we do a video, I'll give you an example. Just this week, uh, I work for the Roland Story School District. They're one of my schools. Um, they, their senior choir was unable to have a final performance in person because of COVID-19. And so we worked with them uh, to individually sing their part of their final song from home, and we put it together into a mashed up, mashable video. So they're all on screen together. So from a distance, they're together singing one more time. And we released that today because today was their last day of school and for seniors. And what's gratifying about that is when you see the comments and you see people say things like, thanks for 
bringing a piece of school that we are unable to enjoy nowadays. Or you hear from teachers or parents or grandparents that are so thankful to be able to see their child, their grandchild again, or do something on stage that maybe they were unable to see before. Those are the kinds of things when you see the outpouring of emotion, when we produce some kind of communication that it matters to people. That's the most gratifying. Jerry Gallagher with the Donovan Group's Iowa office. More online at donovan-group.com. We spoke via Zoom in May 2020. The Iowa Association of Business and Industry is a supporter of the Iowa Business Report radio program and podcast. The Iowa Business Report airs weekly on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa, with the podcast posted right here every week, along with additional IBR extras and IBR business profiles. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.